This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative Episode 156 A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer Bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. In our final 1988 entry, we have another milestone series that became a huge hit after a real-life political gaffe. Murphy Brown premiered on CBS on November 14, 1988 at 9 p.m., Candace Bergen plays Murphy, a flinty, acid-tongued broadcast journalist who co-anchors a fictitious CBS news magazine out of Washington, D.C. She's just back from a stint at the Betty Ford Clinic for her alcoholism. Charles Kimbra plays Jim Dial, her veteran co-anchor, and Joe Regalbuto plays Frank Fontana, an investigative reporter. While Murphy was gone, two more colleagues were added— Grant Schad plays Miles Silverberg, the new exec producer, who Murphy tends to override. And Faith Ford plays Corky Sherwood, a former Miss America and perky optimist. They all hang out at Phil's Bar, run by Pat Corley, a Washington institution. Murphy is single, but has someone at home, Eldon, Robert Pastorelli, a painter who was hired to repaint her home, but keeps getting sidelined when inspiration strikes him. He would be on the job for six seasons. Murphy has a child later in the series, Avery, Dylan Christopher, then Jason Buckley, then Haley Joel Osmond. Miles moves on to Greener Pastures, and Kay Carter-Shepley, Lily Tomlin, takes over as exec producer. Her previous experiences involve game shows. We covered Joe Regalabuto in episode 99 for The Associates. Candace Bergen's father, Edgar, was the world's most famous ventriloquist. He had a long-running radio show. Ventriloquism on the radio. The media sometimes referred to Candace as Charlie McCarthy's little sister. Candace appeared on his shows and later became a model. She made her film debut in Sidney Lumet's The Group and went on to Carnal Knowledge, The Wind and the Lion, starting over with an Oscar and Golden Globe nomination, and Gandhi with a BAFTA nomination. She was also an early host of SNL and was the first female member of the Five Timers Club. There was also Broadway, Hurley Burley, all before her signature role of Murphy Brown, winning five Emmys out of seven nominations and two Golden Globes out of eight nominations. She also won three People's Choice Awards and three SAG nominations. After that, there were more films, Miss Congeniality, Sweet Home Alabama, The In-Laws, and another TV series, Boston Legal, with two more Emmy noms and a Golden Globe nom, along with five SAG nominations. In 2018, she returned to the Murphy role in a sequel series, then recurred on The Connors. Bergen is also a photojournalist. Charles Kimbra and his wife Beth Howland, Vera on Alice, were involved in regional theater and made it to Broadway, Company with a Tony nom, Candide, Same Time Next Year, Sunday in the Park with George with a Drama Desk nomination, Hay Fever, The Merchant of Venice. He made film appearances in The Seduction of Joe Tynan, Starting Over, The Good Mother, all before the Murphy Brown role with Emmy and SAG nominations. 
After that, he moved on to voice roles, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules, and returned in a limited role on the Murphy Brown sequel. Grand Shad started in the theater as an understudy on Torch Song Trilogy. He appeared in the film Wall Street and a few TV guest roles prior to Murphy Brown and a SAG nomination. Shad left the series in 1996 and went on to Madigan Men and Oliver Bean. He did voice work on Ants, then returned for the Murphy Brown sequel. Shad also had a run on Younger. Faith Ford started as a model, which led to soap opera Another World. She was a regular on short-lived The Popcorn Kid and had a run on 30-something just before Murphy Brown with five Emmy nominations, two Golden Globe nominations, and a SAG nomination. After that, she had multiple series, Maggie Winters playing the lead, Norm, Hope and Faith, Carpoolers, and the Murphy Brown sequel. Pat Corley was originally a ballet dancer before a stint in the Army in the Korean War, where he put on entertainment shows for the troops. Post-war, he moved to New York, studied under Uta Hagen, and did summer stock. Corley made it to Broadway of Mice and Men, Sweet Bird of Youth, while getting guest work on dozens of TV shows. Films include Coming Home, The Rose, True Confessions, Night Shift. He was a regular or recurred on Bay City Blues, Hill Street Blues, Fresno, He's the Mayor, all prior to Murphy Brown and a SAG nomination. Corley passed in 2006. Robert Pastorelli was originally a boxer, but had to drop it after injuries from a high-speed car crash. He acquired a narcotic habit during that time. He studied at the Actors Studio and did regional and UK theater before moving to L.A. Many TV guest roles followed, along with films Outrageous Fortune, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Dances with Wolves, A Simple Wish, Heist, and voice work on Fern Gully. He played Eldon on Murphy Brown for seven seasons, getting an Emmy nom for a guest role when he returned later. He went on to the TV series Cracker. In 1999, his girlfriend was fatally shot and his career went downhill, dying in 2004 of a drug overdose. Dylan Christopher was acting by age two and went on to TV series Out of Order, along with films Armageddon and Seabiscuit. Haley Joel Osmond's father was a film actor, and his sister Emily also went into the biz. Haley was getting commercial work by age four. This led to the film Forrest Gump and TV shows Thunder Alley and The Jeff Foxworthy Show. Post Murphy Brownie got his signature role in The Sixth Sense, I See Dead People, with an Oscar nom, the second youngest ever, along with Pay It Forward, AI, Secondhand Lions, Entourage, Sleepwalker, Clara's Ghost, TV shows Goliath, Alpha House, Comedy Bang Bang, Teachers, Future Man, Kaminsky Method with a SAG nomination, and voice work on Family Guy, Kingdom Hearts, The Country Bears, The Jungle Book 2, IPGX Immortal Grand Prix, Dogs in Space, and Jurassic World, Camp Cretaceous. Lily Tomlin auditioned for a play in college, which led to her changing her major from biology to drama. She got into stand-up comedy, which led to talk shows and The Gary Moore Show. She replaced Judy Karn on Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In, which made her a star, performing characters Ernestine and Edith Ann. She got three Emmy noms for the series. AT&T offered her $500,000 to appear in an ad as Ernestine, but she turned it down. She continued down the game, talk, and variety show circuits, including an eponymous variety series with an Emmy nom, before moving to films, Nashville, Oscar nom, and two SAG nominations, 
The Late Show, 9 to 5, The Incredible Shrinking Woman, All of Me, Golden Globe Nom, The Player, Shortcuts, Sag Win, Tea with Mussolini, I Heard Huckabees, and A Prairie Home Companion, as well as TV shows Sesame Street, The Magic School Bus, winning a Daytime Emmy out of four nominations, The West Wing, three SAG nominations, 12 Miles of Bad Road, Desperate Housewives, Damages, Malibu County, Web Therapy, and her current co-starring role on Grace and Frankie, four Emmy nominations, one Golden Globe nominations, three SAG nominations. Tomlin's comedy albums have won a Grammy out of five nominations. She and her partner Jane Wagner produced multiple Lily TV specials, which won four Emmys. This led to a series of theatrical shows, including The Search for Signs of Intelligent Life in the Universe, which won a Tony and two Drama Desk Awards. All told, Tomlin has won two Tonys, including a Lifetime Achievement Award, a Grammy, a Golden Globe, a SAG Award, a Daytime Emmy, six American Comedy Awards, and six Emmys. Murphy Brown was a hit for CBS at a time when they weren't doing well in sitcoms, hitting 2.7 on the Bazinga scale. The series moved into the top 10 after a poorly considered attack by then-VP Dan Quayle. Murphy became a single mother after her partner at the time, an ex-husband, was unwilling to take responsibility for the child. There was a baby shower attended by real-life female journalists Katie Couric, Joan London, Paula Zahn, Mary Alice Williams, and Faith Daniels. The series regularly had real-world journalists and politicians on playing themselves. Once Murphy had the baby, Quayle took a cheap shot, saying the series mocked the importance of fathers by bearing a child alone. The producers ran with the quote, having Murphy directly respond to it, despite Bergen actually agreeing with the sentiment in general. On the show, Quayle's video was shown, and an episode of FYI focused on different kinds of families. Murphy then had a truckload of potatoes delivered to Quayle's home. Quayle once misspelled the word potato. This essentially ended Quayle's political career and may have resulted in President Clinton. Murphy and her team spent a lot of time fighting the network brass who changed over the year's 10-year run. There were changes on the anchor desk as well. Christopher Rich as Miller Redfield, Wallace Shawn as Stuart Best, Scott Bakula as Peter Hunt, who was a love interest for Murphy. There were also changes in front of Murphy's office. She went through over 90 secretaries in a running gag, the last being played by Bette Midler. Corky gets married to writer Will Forrest, Scott Bryce, making her... Corky Sherwood Forrest. The marriage doesn't last, and later Corky and Miles are married. They also break up later. Miles leaves the series, replaced by Kay Carter Shepley, Tomlin. In the final season, Murphy is diagnosed with breast cancer and goes through chemo with the help of medical marijuana. In the final episode, she sees God, Alan King, and Edward R. Murrow, archive footage, while in surgery. Eldon returns, saying he's there to touch up the house. There were multiple attempts to revive the series, one in 2008 based on Sarah Palin's similarities to Quayle, but it would take our former president to bring the show back with Murphy in 2018 in the world of cable news and social media. She had been retired for years, but is lured back to do Murphy in the Morning, a cable morning series. Miles, Frank, and Corky join her. She learns that her son Avery, now played by Jake McDorman, was hired on a rival show to air against her. The new show adds Nick Dodani as Pat Patel, director of social media for the show within a show, Tyne Daly as Phyllis, the sister of the late Phil, who now runs his bar. 
With the same producers and writers of the 80s-90s series, the writing was dated and heavy-handed, leading to 13 episodes and out. Jake McDormand has had a steady career since the 2000s with regular or recurring roles on Quintuplets, Greek, Are You There, Chelsea, Shameless, Manhattan Love Story, Limitless, What We Do in the Shadows, The Right Stuff, Dope Sick, and films Live Free or Die Hard, American Sniper, and Lady Bird. Nick Dodani went on to Trinkets and Atypical along with the film version of Dear Evan Hansen. Tyne Daly was born to two actors and was doing summer stock in her teens, earning her equity card at 15. Her brother is actor Tim Daly. She studied at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. Daly made it to Broadway, which led to soaps and guest TV work. She would go on to regular or recurring roles on Medical Center, The Rookies, Christie, Judging Amy, but is best known for her role of Mary Beth Lacey on the long-running Cagney and Lacey, which led to TV movies. There were also films The Enforcer, Telephone, The Aviator, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Basmati Blues. Daly returned to Broadway in Gypsy, winning a Tony and a Drama Desk Award. She was nominated for Rabbit Hole, Mothers and Sons, and It Should Have Been You. Due to music licensing costs, episodes would begin and end with classic soul music. Only the first season of Murphy Brown is available on DVD, and only the sequel is available via streaming. It was run on Antenna TV. Found an episode on YouTube, Murphy invites a network VP to an invite just to have a date, and they wind up in a relationship. They use the fact that he's black to annoy people before they realize they just don't work together. The writing is fantastic, as are the performances. That wraps up 1988. Out of 22 shows, nine survived past their first seasons for a success rate of 41%. It was only 28% in 1987. The winners, Day by Day, It's Gary Shandling Show, The Wonder Years, Just the Ten of Us, My Secret Identity, Dear John, Empty Nest, Roseanne, Murphy Brown. Moving on to 1989, Pat Sajak makes a failed run at a late-night talk show, The infamous Rob Lowe Snow White production number is aired as part of the Academy Awards. After decades on ABC, American Bandstand has a final season on the USA Network. A bionic TV reunion film includes the first TV appearance of Sandra Bullock, who also gets the bionic operation. My Sister Sam co-star Rebecca Schaefer is shot and killed by a stalker. Dynasty, Miami Vice, and Family Ties leave the air. ABC officially begins their TGIF sitcom block. Game 3 of the World Series is delayed due to an earthquake. ABC News and sports announcers take over for a special report. Jane Polly leaves the Today Show after 13 years. Deborah Norville takes her place. Steve Urkel appears for the first time on Family Matters. The pilot of The Simpsons airs as a Christmas special on Fox. New cable networks? CNBC, The Comedy Channel, later renamed Comedy Central, non-sitcom premieres, The Arsenio Hall Show, USA Up All Night, Inside Edition, Father Dowling Mysteries, Shining Time Station, Cops, Quantum Leap, The Joan Rivers Show, American Gladiators, Baywatch, and America's Funniest Home Videos.
We'll kick off 1989 sitcoms in our next episode. Announcer Bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe via your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Follow us on Twitter at sfppn. Check out Instagram at sfpodnetwork. Call us at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm filing this episode in the archive. Tune in next time.